0: If you have your bibles i want you to go to acts 9 and you can keep an instrumental just for a second acts 9 and we're going to read verse 1 through 9. we've been in the topic the blessing of assurance the blessing of assurance the blessing of what assurance and we're coming to identify every level of progress every level of becoming in the things of god our maturation process of maturity has to be understood i say it has to be understood and god has to get you ready if i ask you what is the quarter for your job you'll tell me if i ask you what is your next step in your body, your workout, you probably can tell me. But if I ask you, what is God saying to do next? Usually we don't know. And it shows that we don't know because we're not interested. And the interest that comes not coming is because our desire is not there. And when there's no desire, there's no intention. When there's no desire, there's no what? But you're intentional about everything in your life and you usually give God the leftovers of your life but this morning I believe God wants to help you to identify and learn of him so you can want him you know Marla was uh, praying this morning she didn't know she was prophetically praying she hit every scripture we're about to touch today she hit every word every word when God prophetically aligns a thing he's trying to give you a message he's trying to bring a message to you he's trying to what She's trying to bring a message. She didn't know the message, but she she prophetically said the message without saying the message, which means God is speaking. Somebody say, God is speaking to me. And he's trying to get my desire so I can have an intention and purpose. So I have to help you and guide you in your blindness. I have to help you and guide you in your blindness. I have to help you and guide you in your blindness so you can meet the person that your eyes can see God is calling you to see in the name of Jesus acts one excuse me acts 9 1 through 9 the blessing of assurance then Saul still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest and asked the letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus so that if he found any who were in the way of the way any of the way whether man or woman he might bring them bond to Jerusalem. As he journeyed he came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven then he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Somebody say, who are you, Lord? See, he, was, he, he, he was thought he was doing this for the Lord. <laughs> but now we're at, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you're persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. So he trembled and and was astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city and you will be told what to do. And the man who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground and when his eyes, when his eyes were open, He saw no one, but they led him by the hand, and brought him into Damascus, and he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drunk. Verse 10, now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, somebody say Ananias, and to the Lord, uh, and to him the Lord said, in a vision ananias and he said here i am lord i'm going to stop right there father we thank you for speaking this morning if you don't speak we have nothing to say and if you don't move we have nothing to do we put our total dependence on you in jesus name and if you love him can you say amen Who are you, Lord? I want us to identify and understand that it's possible to have your eyes open, but be blind. It's possible to have your eyes open, but be blind. And I want you to understand that many times what we are, where we are not is because our eyes are open, but we're blind. And God is trying to get his people to identify Their blindness and, and, and I want you to identify today because I'm going to teach you the revelation. I'm going to teach you the altercation and then I'm going to teach you how to get to the destination. But you have to identify and understand who are you serving? Uh, Um, Saul, who became Paul, he's, he's, he's thinking he's serving God, but he actually, he's actually crucifying what God said. Why are you crucifying me? Which means sometime in our religious forms, we can be crucifying what God wants to use to bring a blessing. We can be crucifying that thing that's called to bring us forward. We can crucify what God was intending to make you mature. What I want you to identify in your life, because the the, the issue we're having in the body of Christ is you don't know where you are. That's a problem. That's a problem. No, no, no. You don't know where you are in God. That's why we come to church looking for a sporadic message. We come to church looking for something off the cuff. But if the, if God said, I brought, I'm bringing my people to mature in the knowledge, in the, everything that God does is for on purpose. Somebody say it's on purpose. Only, only, only we've learned to come without purpose. Pastor, what you have for me today? Pastor, have wherever you, wherever you are for today. Where are you? What do you need? Because the lie of it is for you to think you're coming for a sporadic message. It's a lie. He said, know them who labor among you. So if you're going through a maturation process, somebody say a maturation process. The maturation for maturity. There's a maturation. That's the developing stages. There are stages of maturation. That's what maturation is. The developing stages. There are developing stages in a, as a Christian. If you say you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, that's fine. We're going to help you understand how good God is. But if you are a Christian and you don't know where you are, you're not walking by faith. Sorry to tell you, because I can't know, not know where I am. And walk by faith. Faith is walking by your word, which means I have a mark. Not faith is missing the... So how do I have faith for where I'm not going? How do I have what? So you've been lied to, to think that you, because you believe on God, that you have faith in God. Oh, you don't, oh, the church didn't know we were called to bring believers to, to salvation? <laughs> How many of you know we're actually called to bring believers to salvation? Okay, see, this is the problem. They told you because you believe, you saved. The Bible says even the devil believed. Is he saved? Whoa. No, don't go religious on me. Who bringing him brim, brimstone method. No, ain't no brimstone. This is tr- true life. This is real life. Salvation is real. <laughs> and Jesus said, choose life, which means I gave you a life to live, and I want you to choose it. Because it, I'm, I'm, it's good for you. So most of the mismarks is what you're thinking in your mind about where you think you are versus where you really are. Uh-huh. Where you what? Versus where you need to be. Because you're Thinking, you think you know where you are versus where you need to be. Can you say man? Man, Pastor, you've been speaking a little more hard on, on the things like this. You used to talk about love because, see, the problem is if you can't hear the disciplines in the love of God, some of us do need fire and brimstone. The Bible even says that message is going to save some of you. You need fire. You're not good at good messages. You're not good at learning th- through the love. You're good at th- learning through 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 hurt and pain. Yeah, you're not good at that. Yeah. I, I, God woke me up. He said, hey, I, I, I want you to make sure you don't you you don't go into this new age thing where everything got to be good. No, 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 no. Know that I also I don't, now it, it has to be in balance, not bringing a religious uh, um, 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 a stumbling block, but no, it, you can tell them they're going to hell. Some of them don't learn until they know wait I'm you know what I'm you know what I'm not going I, you know what you know they're not going to get it through what you're calling love because to them they can keep their life and keep God to them. So understand this generation teach them show them you don't want the other side. you don't want the other side. you don't want the So I'm going to get your mommy and daddy salvation out of you today You are not on your way to where you think you are because of your mommy and daddy Get it out of you When you come of age of salvation and god demanded you through his love He's sending you love he's giving you messages after messages after messages signs He's giving you sign after sign after sign, but you're choosing. Okay, so what am I talking about right now? I'm moving the doctrine. This has nothing to do. I'm giving you the right doctrine so you can choose right. Do y'all understand that? So I'm helping you in your doctrine. This is not personal. Somebody says it's not personal. So when I say it's not personal, I'm not talking about you, but I'm separating the difference between God and not not God. You can't go to heaven with your mama's salvation, you can't go with your daddy's salvation. You have to learn upon him and know him for your self. I want you to go to to real 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 quick. Go with me to First John. First John, we're gonna read quickly because I, I, I need to move on here. Go to First John. Watch this. One John 2, 15. Do not love the world or the things in the in the. Don't love it or don't, the things in the. World. watch this. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The love of the Father is not saying they don't believe upon the they don't believe in the Bible. It's not saying they don't believe in the Bible. It's not, let me say it this way: if they believe the Bible, they'll have faith. It's not saying what they think they believe about the Bible that they're saved. Okay. He's saying the love of the Father, the love of the Father has not been expressed through them. Okay? So you can be a believer of what you believe, you believe, and not have the love of the Father. How many of y'all learned that in the singles conference this weekend? Glory to God. Go to the next one. For all that is in the world, in the what? In the world, and I got to help you understand what the world is, because you you keep thinking that the world is this world in this thing. But this is not necessarily what we call world. See, there are worlds. By faith, the worlds were framed by the word of God. So if Jesus designed the earth and he told you to restore it back to himself and he blesses you by your flesh, that means he don't hate what you call world, he he's he's going after something else called world. There is a carnal compromise that's called world. It has nothing to do with what you're looking at the physical. Oh, we so just we, we got to get this. We got to get this. We got to get this. this is why we always when we're in church, when we hear things about the world, the reason why you're not listening because you're like, well, I got go to go to work tomorrow. I got to pay my bills. I don't know what the church always talking about the world. Because we got to live in the world. Why are you talking about the world? We need money to pay bills, right? Because you don't understand what the world is. <laughs> they haven't taught you. They've been preaching over your head. But I'm going to help you. This is not talking about the world. He's talking about a state of information through words that controls the resources that was made. So when we say the world, it's not about the way you, you know, I want this car and I don't want this car because, you know, I'm not supposed to be like the world. No, you're religious. You don't understand. You you don't understand. The world is your state. What state of mind are you in? Where's the world? This state of mind. This is how we know that. Watch this. Jesus said, I came to redeem the world. So why would you tell me not to love? Nor accept anything of it, but you come to save it. I don't get it. And if you come in to save it and you are in me, what am I called to do if I'm not able to deal with the world? What he's saying is, you don't know how to save this type of world without me. How many of y'all getting this? You don't know how to save this type of world without me. So you've got to stop battling. This is where the church have left the world alone with the one that you call to disciple. The one that if you don't act right, it won't act right. You're waiting for the world to do something that you're called to. You're waiting for a system. You're waiting for a president. You're waiting for a mayor to make something for your life. Wrong. You know, if I just get this and, you know, you're waiting even for your pigment, for everybody to have the right businesses to make it work. Oh, I'm coming for you. I know your black worship. I know your white worship, your Hispanic worship. Come on, this house of God don't work for you. And I'm, I'm not a part of you like that. My 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 people are of Christ. I don't know your people. See, I can see offenses already hurting. You see that devil there? My people are of Christ. My brothers and sisters are in Christ. I don't know about yours. I don't know about yours. See. You got a different agenda. My agenda is to save those of Christ. I'm not speaking. I'm not preaching a color. I'm preaching a Christ. Come on, put that on, on social media. I'm not preaching a color. I'm preaching a Christ. Because the day Jesus, I, I leave this earth and a white man and you denied and Jesus said, you denied me Ananias. You're going to feel that fire. You're going to feel that fire. You're going to feel that fire. You Gonna feel that fire. You denied me. Where did I deny you? I was in the wrong skin that you didn't like. You're gonna feel that fire. You better, you, you better know what you're listening to. So Ananias, Ananias, not Ananias, Saul. We still at Saul. Saul thinking he's doing a work going against God. And most of us are still living of the world because your information in your mind is wrong. It's wrong. You love the world. You say, how do you know I love the world? Because you're trying to retrieve something of the world that you felt like you didn't have the way that you want to retrieve it. So it's not about God. It's about you getting your stuff back. You just use God as an example to get it back. I love these because these are messages I didn't intend for. Didn't we preach to a church that have the wrong information inside of them? I'm not, see, that's why we're itching people's ears. You got the wrong technology, and we're preaching Bible stories. Wasting time. I'm not wasting your time. We're called to build an army. I'm not, this is not church to me. This is not what? If it was, I would have made it pretty for you. And gave you the arms. So I can dictate to your flesh. (laughs) Hey, hey, yeah. No, I'm not against that. That don't mean it's it's not of God. I'm just telling you that you need the right technology. They they taught you to worship a God that's not God. And you don't know you're crucifying God. (laughs) You don't know you're crucifying the very thing that's supposed to deliver you. You're crucifying the very thing that you're called to be delivered from. You're using it as the driver to set you free versus making God the set freer. <laughs> Can you say amen? All right. I know my church getting smaller. Mm-hmm. I want you to go with me really quickly to John eight thirty one. I want you all to hear me really quickly. The greatest enemy of progress is not stagnation. The greatest enemy of progress is not what? But it's false progress that brings no eternal value. Write that down. It's not stagnation. The greatest enemy of progress is false progress that brings no eternal stance, value. And when this life is over, guess what's gonna stand? What you built in eternal value. What have you built in eternity? In what? See, for me to even talk like this, I'm, I, see, I'm already sold to eternity. I gave my life already. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't offend me. <laughs> I'm free from you. <laughs> I'm already free from you. I, I don't, I, I'm free. I have to be free from you to help you to get to where you can be free from everything else. Because everything that I believe is in Christ. Are y'all tracking with me? So, so I'm not, I'm not, see, in the world system, you gotta understand, the Bible says he went to get letters, okay? He, he went to get letters. And, and you gotta understand, see, this system exalts man. It, it exalts man. It exalts what? And many of us, we've been in the exaltation of man and this is why we battle against each other even though the Bible said we don't fight against flesh and blood we fight against principalities and powers and un- unseen things in the world the problem is the reason why we can't worship and lift our hands to God the way we need to because you're still mad with somebody you're still mad with some body what are you mad with some what did the Bible say we don't fight against some body we're fighting against what Principalities and powers and things in the unseen world because your thinking is governed by a spirit Okay, if I open up your head, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna find your mind. I'm gonna find your brain So the question is where's your mind? Okay, all right You have to understand something the Bible says he's tricked people to do his will why because they didn't have the mind of Christ So you either have the mind of Christ or you're doing another will. Don't ever think there's a middle. Don't ever think there's no, don't think there's a middle. Don't ever think there's a middle. Don't ever think there's a middle. Don't ever think there's a middle. Don't only only people who don't know their gods. See, on the evil side, those who they know who they worship. Those who sold out to God, we know who we worship. It's only those middle people who don't know which side they on. You say, what are you talking about? I'm not saying you don't love God in where you know him. But as soon as you stop finding out where you are with him, you have rejected the knowledge, which means you've rejected the faith. I didn't plan to teach this. I, there's something, see, see, somebody calling somebody to the carpet. We, we got to get to the carpet. We're wasting time. Your life is at stake. Your life is at what? You got to know what you're doing, and stop thinking you're doing something that you're not. Because he loved. It. How many? Oh, he died so much for you. Come on, on that cross, he took everything on himself to make sure that although you was a sinner, I died so you can come to me, not run from me. I'm not afraid of your craziness. But I wanted you to bring me into your craziness so you can accept accept me in your crazy self Yeah, you're crazy You're a liar you cheat you steal And if you tell me you don't I got to check how much you you submitted to God and wherever you're not submitted to God you're lying. I Know the church don't like these type of messages. You know why because you, you want to be good in yourself. You want to be bold in yourself. No, we all liars. We all, I don't trust you. You, don't, you shouldn't trust no man that don't have a commission and a submission to God. Now, that don't mean you don't love him, but you got to learn. This is why God has to deal with your heart, because you got to learn how to hold people hand who about to lie to you. No, baby, you're about to lie to me in everything. I don't mind. That's what we call to, because you don't know you lying. The enemy has blinded their minds. Oh, okay. He has what? He's, who's blinded them? So if the enemy blinded their minds, who, who, who told you you, you was going to change them by what you say? Who told you that because you mad and, and, and you're going to say something of the truth that they're going to change when they didn't blind themselves? Who blinded them? The enemy, which means the enemy has principles attached to its understanding. It knows how to go to God and say, look at your daughter and your son. You see how they don't serve you? You see how they don't love you? Look, 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 look. Every time they lose something, look at them. Look at that attitude. You see that? So I have permission to take their sheep. I'm going to stay right here in their family. I'm going to stay right here in their family. Why? I have permission. they keep waiting for the pastor to come deliver them rather than having a strong understanding how to deliver themselves work out your own salvation work out your work out your work out your pastors work who who you working out work out your own salvation with fear and trembling Which means every word that you don't learn to work out, you're not working God out. You're not working to know him. You're not working to. So you have to understand. Where did I tell you to go? Let's read it. John. Uh. uh Y'all ready? Then Jesus said to those Jews who believe him who, who did what? If they believe the way they're supposed to believe, why he's about to say the next thing? I'm a little confused. He said to people who what? They did what? Okay, so you can be a believer, right? But Jesus still has to tell you this? Okay, so let, let, let's see what the problem was. If you abide in my Word. You are my disciples indeed. Go to the next one. And you shall know. And you shall. No, no, no. So, so, so you, you shall okay. not know of it. Not know. You shall know it. Not know of it. And when you know it, it will do what? Is that is that a reciprocation? You know it, you're free. You know it, you you know it, you so everything I'm not been free in, I don't know. So if I can't get you to what you don't know, you're going to keep living in the lie of what you think you know versus what you need to know. How many can you say amen? And you will know the truth and it will what? The problem we're having right now is we have an assumption of a truth. We have assumptions of a truth. Now, what am I talking about? Because success of everything is you getting to the fullness of the word. God has given everybody a proportion of faith. If you say you're saved, there's a portion of faith that God has called you to know that truth. What did he called you to do? Know that truth. Now, I'm going to do two things, okay? Because this is where it makes it a little difficult. Because i got to talk to the general public who may not be saved. And i got to talk to those who are saved. And, and, and that's not always an easy task. But I want you to understand that, that it's possible. But you have to identify believers. I'm talking to you. You got aden- to identify where are you in the truth. I told the class this morning. I said if I stop this class and say, uh, what obedience are you working out right now? If you're not working out, I'm not going to talk. Because if you don't know where you are as a believer, you need to go to a general public. Because we got to provoke you to know him, to believe on him. So you're not not where you think you are. Because faith is working the thing out. Which means if I don't have a working out plan, I don't know faith. If I don't have a what? I don't know what? I don't know faith. Faith has to have grace attached to it because faith don't save you. Grace saves you. You're saved by? You're saved by? Okay, I, you see, the problem is you thought you were saved by faith. The Bible said you're saved by grace through faith. So there is no real grace without faith, but there is no faith without grace. Are y'all tracking with me? Okay. So there's a man thinking he's doing the will of God, but he's killing people of God. He's he's killing the very thing that he's supposed to save. (laughs) He's, he's, He's killing the very thing that he's called to save. So God had to blind him. God had to do what? Blind him. Some blindness is because of your perspective. Some blindness is because of your what? You know why many of us having a problem in marriages, in, in, in relationships, with people, with your job, that person that messes you up at work? You, you know why you're having problems? Because your perspective. So God says, uh, I got to keep you blind until you start meeting the altercation of the word and meet the person that's going to open your eyes. Can you say amen? So number one, I want you to understand when God, when you are blind, number one, you need a revelation. Write that down. You need a what? A revelation is an enlightenment. Um, um, Saul had a revelation. A revelation is something that is revealed. Something that is what? Now, revelation still has to be worked out to the end of its faith. Revelation still has to be worked out to the end of its faith, which means just because you have a revelation doesn't mean you have a manifestation. Okay? So you don't get revelation, then manifestation right away. You got to work out the revelation. Are you all tracking with me? So Saul had a Revelation. Okay. He was blind with a revelation. Y'all kind of hear me. He was blind with a... Because he had an instruction. So every revelation should have an end. So I can be blind with a revelatory instruction. Y'all need to understand this. I'm blind, but I have a revelatory instruction instruction. But I don't see yet. I still got to be held to know where I'm going. Revelation needs instruction. Say that with me. When I get an instruction, watch this, I automatically going to come into altercation. Number two, altercation. So number one, I need a And number two, I'm going to get an altercation. What am I coming in an altercation with? Anything that's not the truth. What am I coming into altercation with? You know why? Because God has to show you the way that you're going is wrong. Jesus said, I am the. Now, why is he the way? What makes him the way how many you know Jesus has conquered the grave how many you know Jesus has conquered death, hell and the? Uh, how many you know that's why you have the ability to choose him how many you know God wants you to choose him because he already won the battle So he, he knows whatever you're trying to do in your life. It's not going to work You're thinking God is against you because you need to be saved. This is what the, the problem the religious uh, lie you're thinking because of what I'm doing and I haven't, I haven't got myself together, I can't go meet him. I can't go choose him. But you don't know God has already chosen you even though you didn't choose yourself. Okay. So he keep, the devil keeps you on your trajectory because of what you think you believe about God. So you keep your head a- away from God. You, not God. The Bible says, who have separated you from the love of God? Who can separate what? Us from the love of God. You know what he even said? No principality. The devil got me away from God. That is not what your Bible said. The devil, the devil, the devil. Yeah, the devil, but the devil didn't get you away from God. God said, I won't separate myself, which means you have to be deceived to separate. Write that down. You've got to be deceived to separate. Every separation your life is from God, God never left you. It was you that left him. You separated because of deception. The enemy has blinded the minds of men. And we got to get back to understanding because I don't want hell fire because I was deceived my whole life. And I, he trained me to choose wrong. That's what the devil's objective he wants you to believe God don't love you so much till you start choosing. That's your choice. How many, can I tell y'all a secret? This is what Christians don't know. Nobody actually, watch this, God never really want to force people to hell. You, you're gonna, when all this is over, you're going to realize they chose it. They don't know what they were choosing, but they chose it. God's justice of love is so just. That he don't go about, watch this, he doesn't violate your choosing. (laughs) We will choose it because of deception. Is this all right? I don't know what kind of church I didn't walk in today. You have to understand. You have to understand God's great love. If he died for, do y'all know he died for you? Do you know he gave up his son? Will you give up your son to die for somebody who ain't going to be obedient? Look, everybody's <laughs> Okay, c- come on, give me your children. Give me your children. I, no, 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 give me your children. We don't even know if they're going to be obedient, but give me your child. He allowed his son to die not even knowing what you're going to choose. And he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Now watch this. This is why the principles of dead works remains. Because a dead work is anything that you're working without eternal value. Uh-huh. How many of y'all get it now? I, I think some people got it now. Anything that I'm working that was dead, which means it didn't come from God, is dead. It didn't come from the mind of Christ. It's dead. So everything that I'm choosing out of the God knowledge, it's dead. You think it's moving because of what you're seeing through your flesh, your carnality. But you're working a world, not the world that you were designed to work. How many of y'all getting this? Okay, all right. So that's why it's called dead. Why is it dead? Because I've already conquered So if whatever you're doing don't look like what I conquered, it's already. Somebody say he's conquered it all. He conquered it already for your money. He conquered it already for your body. He conquered it already for your relationships. He's already conquered it. So with everything, God is saying, I need you to understand my knowledge. And I know you don't understand my conquering power. Watch this. Because of the way you're going. We're still in the blessing of assurance, and we don't understand the fact that you are still not at peace. You haven't entered my rest. So don't say you got faith and you're not at rest. When you're not at rest, you don't have the assurance of the character of the mind of Christ. See, many of you don't even know what I'm doing right now. This has nothing to do with judge your situation. I'm separating and helping you understand what real faith is. That's what I'm doing. You can judge yourself. I'm not judging you. I'm helping. I'm judging you with the word. What are you talking about? The word is. What are you saying? The word is. That's not it. This is the word. And many of you have church hurt you are mad at people because they declared one thing, but they acted out another thing But today I'm calling you up to say don't let their rebellion be your rebellion Don't let their rebellion their misunderstanding be your misunderstanding Because Jesus came to save you he came to raise you he's already been raised he don't he already know how to win so he says, this is a." This is a, I'm going to show you real quick, right, real quick. See, this is the altercation. You ready? So when the word comes, when the revelation comes, somebody said when the revelation comes, you automatically going to, uh, into altercation. And this is the altercation. You ready? God will always make a way of escape. He will make a what? Actually, let's go to the scripture. I want you to go with me really quickly to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Okay. 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 Watch this. No temptation have what? Has overtaken you except such as in Common to man is what? Which means everything that overtakes people is common. Everything that what? Overtakes people is what? He said that there's not. You think you're the only one that's going through this. That's a lie. He said it's common to man. It's common to man. It's common to. You remember that body you still, you're battling with? It's common to that body. I just comment to man but God is what he will not allow you to be beyond but with the Tim will make a that what which means when I'm not bearing the rule of my life I haven't I haven't used his way stop lying to yourself If you chose this way, you would have buried it, and you would have found the way of escape in truth, and it would have set you free. So why why am I Because I love you. I love you enough to tell you, hey, see, when people don't love you, they let you keep lying to yourself. I'm telling you, I'm not letting you lie to yourself. You're not following the way. If you followed the way, you would have the character of of him. He said, they haven't entered my rest because although hearing the word not mixed with faith, not being what? Not being mixed with faith. They never accepted it. They never received it. So they believe based on he say, she say. We so bad at it today that we allow people to believe just because they say these words that they don't have to turn their life around. Oh, we're bad at it. People are so deceived. Now, I'm not saying if somebody say they're safe, don't you don't. Especially if you're not trained at this, don't you ever tell them that they're not saved? That's not your responsibility. It's not your rut. Right. You don't tell people they're not safe until you grow and make sure you stay safe. Glory to God. But what I'm sharing with you is there is proof. There is proof of faith. And to make it as if there's not proof of faith is to undermine the very thing that Jesus died for. Are y'all tracking with me? So he makes a way of what? He makes a way of escape. Now, that's the mystery. That's the mystery. When the word comes in altercation with you, God is saying, well, you're going to choose me or are you going to choose you? You got a choice. I'll never force you. Somebody say choose life. What are you choosing? You're going to know of the truth or you're going to know the truth? You're going to know of the truth or you're going to know what? Know the truth. I know. See, when you choose life, watch this. You know where you are. You know what God is working on in you. You know what God is what? Question, believers, why we don't never know what God is doing with us? We haven't chose His way. The fact that you don't know what He's doing with you is proof that you don't know His way. So that means you didn't choose His word. But today I declare you're going to learn to choose His word in Jesus' name. I say you're going to learn to choose His word in Jesus' name. You didn't come to hear a new message for your promise. <laughs> A <laughs> good message. I need a good message, Pastor. You know the good message that you need. Your next yes. That's it. You know what you need. You don't, no, no, no. Cause see, you want God to be sporadic. God ain't sporadic. He ain't about to give you no million dollars. You ain't handle a thousand right. No, that's what you want. You want Him to come bring this big old. You 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 want a lottery ticket? If I get my lotto. You can trust me then. <laughs> you can trust me the what? Then. You can't trust me now. But you can trust me then. God say no, I don't work like that. You say, how do I know we are the place? Because when we come in the house of God and we say worship, you got to be energized just to worship him. <laughs> that means you're not settled in your season of a word. It means you what? You're not settled in your season of your word. When you're settled in the season of your word, guess what? Whatever you need to do, you're going to get to the place that you need to get to because you're blind. And if you need to see, you're going to do what you need to do to what? See. Can you say amen? And many of us, God is saying, I need you to participate with me. I'm trying to open your eyes to see. I'm trying to open your ears to hear. I'm trying to open your understanding so you can perceive. But the enemy has bewitched this generation to believe on a lie. That because grace is here, that it's, everything is by grace. No, it's not. Not like that. It don't work like that. Once saved, always saved. No, it's not. I'm messing up that religious thing. I'm telling you, boy, I'm after that thing. No, it's not. You didn't read your Bible. The Bible says, those who fall, he said, be careful, least the root of bitterness springing up. Now, what saved you? What saved you? Okay. He said, be careful, least the what? Springing up. Now, where did bitterness come from? You missing the mark. Okay. All right. See, this is where, this is where the enemy's been betting on. He's been betting on your life, and I come to save you today. He's been betting on your life, and I come to save you today. He's wanting the root of bitterness to keep you stuck. Be careful. What saves you? Grace. What saves you? The Bible says be careful. Least the root Of bitterness. I was angry with my daddy. I was angry with my mama. I was angry with that neighbor. I was abused, misused, neglected, and I never got away from it. But because they told me I was saved, and I told Jesus, I'm saved, but I never, I never really accept, I never received the love. Okay, so you'll never be confused that one saved is not always saved. You ready? The Bible says, be careful, least. Give me that scripture up, so also pull that up for me so I can they know it's not it's the word of God. Be careful because the root of bitterness springing up. Watch this. He said, where many become defiled, and guess what happens after that? They fall from grace. Say what is it? Uh, Write it down. Hebrews what? Hebrews 12, 15 through 16. Write it down. Your anger in where somebody missed the way is causing you to miss the way. Don't miss the way. I don't care who missed it. You don't miss the bridge. You don't miss the bridge. You got to cross that bridge. How How many know this is love speaking to you? How many know this is love speaking to you? How many know this is love speaking to you? Don't miss the bus don't miss the bus don't miss the bus The first bus I had to show you is: you're not walking with sight you're walking blind because you're not at peace in your walk If I'm at peace in my walk it proves I've entered his rest the rest of faith faith has rest Faith has Believing don't have to have rest, huh. because even the devil believes. Even the devil believes. Even the devil believes. It doesn't have to have rest. He's not at rest. How many know the adversary is not at rest? But you are called to rest. Can you say Amen? Oh glory, let me let me encourage your faith a little bit. Hallelujah. I declare, you're going to come out of the lacking of assurance. How many uh, blessed assurance? Jesus is uh, the old mothers, old, old old times used to say, "Blessed assurance." Y'all didn't understand. Y'all y- see, sometimes you need to go home and put an old song on. Yeah, we got this new age stuff ain't got no spirit in it. You you need to find something that had that old time religion. Hang on to it. Now they ain't having the no knowledge to go into the areas of, 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 of all that other stuff, but they held on to what they knew. They held on to what? What they knew. Why would they say something like, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. You've got to understand there's an assurance in him. There's what? Which means assurance rests in knowing him. If you have knowledge, you know. If you have knowledge, you what? And if you know, these are three areas of knowing. Proof that you have entered the rest by knowing. Y'all ready? Three areas of proof that you've entered the rest by knowing. Number one, you look and start to, oh, this is powerful. So don't miss this. Everybody ready? You're going to need to write this down. You ready? This is proof. See, the problem is we've been so used to uh, Bible stories, bedtime Bible stories, that you got to understand the government of God. You got to understand what? Because wherever you don't have a precept to deal with the principality, you're not gonna go overcome. Wherever you don't have a what? A precept. That's the word of God. We go from precept upon precept, line upon line, word upon word. So the enemy come he comes with a word against your word because of what you don't understand. But today you're gonna to have a word against the words that are against your life. Can you say man? Number one proof that you have entered the rest by knowledge. Watch this. Number one, you look and access. The judicial proceeding of that realm. You look to access the judicial proceeding of that realm. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking. You look to access what is the judicial. So you're, you're, you're looking through the realm to understand the proceeding for that realm. This is not too hard. Stop telling yourself. This is hard. It ain't hard. This is just walking of faith. This is what it's not hard. If you're really a faith, you should know this. If you're really a faith, you should what? So this ain't hard. Don't make it a sub. Don't make it a sub walk. There's no sub walk in the body of Christ. There's no sub walk. If you're walking by faith, this is the way you'll be seeing through the spirit. The first thing you look for is the governing factors for this walk in this realm. What that means is I'm looking at the laws uh, uh, that's subjected to this realm. So I'm learning how God works with the grace that I'm carrying in this. Okay. All right. What am I learning? How God works in where I am. Okay. So what happens is, watch this. Okay. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible told you to work out your own what? Okay, work out your own salvation. It also says in uh, uh, First Corinthians, uh, uh, Ephesians. It, it also says, "Listen for a, a maturity." Those who are mature has worked. They they've exercised their spirit. They've done what? Knowing good and knowing what? Good and evil. Those who what exercise. So what he's saying is. Through the exercising of your spirit. Remember, saints, you know what's next in everything of your life. You don't know what's next in your spirit, man. So he's saying, once you see my word, start working out my word. What am I saying in this? How am I using that? What am I doing in this? But how can I work that out in myself? I'm not walking by faith. Somebody say amen. I have to be in the spirit. I have to be in his love. I have to be what? in his love I can be of God but not in God so the first sight of faith that I'm in faith and I I start to look at the judicial expression of this walk where I am this room so what governs this room what governs this room how many of you know in your house there's something that governs your house okay now, whether it's out of control or in control, whatever control you got. Some of y'all telling, take people, How many of y'all have, some of y'all have rules, take your shoes off. Okay, that, that governs your, your house, that governs your room. Okay, so there's governing realms for rules, or you can be kicked out. And it's not that you kick out per se, it's just that you're not, your character is not conducive to the calling with these precepts that govern this room. Does that make sense? So somehow they say, take your, you can't drink that, you can't smoke that, you can't do this in this. Okay? So that that room, it, it has a certain precept that govern it. Okay? All right. So let me share something about your life. The things that you're so used to, it, that room comes from an altar of your past. So your dad and mom, maybe, maybe, I'm not saying they're good or bad. They, I, we don't know, but if they violated the laws, this is where demons have access to that room. Okay. But you've been living with that, you've been living in that room consistent. That's your default. Your default is the way everybody thinks in this generation. Okay. So, how do I start changing my room? Which is my world? Okay. By faith, the worlds were? World. Okay. I know I'm talking about just six of y'all today. The rest of you will get it as you go. So, the worlds were well, what? Now, remember what the world is. Because you've got to restore some things back to yourself. So, you can't go religiously talking about, I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want that. Jesus said, I've got to bring it to you. I've got to save it. Poverty has been your story your whole life. How in the world am I going to redeem you and not redeem your money? How am I going to redeem you? Okay, 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 okay. I got to redeem you first. And then you can trust me about everything that you're doing. Somebody say redeeming me. So if Jesus said I'm returning everything in heaven and on earth back to myself. Where does Jesus live? Where does Jesus live? So what he's saying is the poverty that's been in your mind, in your relationships, in your money, in your jobs, in everything in your life. That poverty comes from an altar that you never understood. And I'm trying to give you an altar with faith. And you only can pull down an altar when you get an altar of yourself. That's why you got to work it out. You come to church to learn what you need to work out. But the pastor is not to work it out for you. You can't go with God and say, my pastor said, he's going to say, why you didn't know me? Now, I'm not saying we're not here to support you. I'm not here to say what I'm saying. We're here to mature you. We're here to what? So we, this is not a Catholic church where you need your, 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 uh, your confession, your Hail Mary. No, there ain't no Hail Marys. The only Hail Mary I'm going to give you is one, a word of faith that you need to go home and work out. And I'm going to pray with you and we're going to get the devils off of you to make sure that you can work out <laughs> your salvation. But it's not me working out it for you for the rest of your life. It's you learning the God so you can work it out for yourself. And now you have an altar to deal with the altars. See, you got to understand how this thing works, saints. You, you, stop, the tr- stop the church stuff. You're in the right place. Don't ever go to that religious way. If you don't understand, get out of it and ask questions. If You're wasting your time. The enemy, the enemy is not playing fair. And he knows what you don't know is going to continue to harm you. You need to understand. With all thy getting, get what? That understanding came from a knowledge. Okay. So there's knowledge that has information and then there's the knowledge of God. Somebody say knowledge that has information. And then there's the knowledge of God. Okay, let me tell you the difference. When you go to school, you learn a lot of info. Okay. What makes it knowledge is you are looking for it. I know I'm about to close. I'm still on the first point. What makes it knowledge? You are what? How many of you know if you're not looking for it, you're not going to keep it? Like right now, I'm giving you unsubscribed information. So you're going to need to hear it over and over and over. Because fate come by hearing. hearing, So you're going to hear. Why? Because that's what we do. We got to provoke you to want it. We got to provoke you to choose it. Until your own spirit say, no, no, no. You ain't got to provoke me no more. I've been looking for it. Y'all got to hear me. You You ain't got to tell me anymore. I've been looking for it. That's the one who learned how to mature. That's the one who's learned how to what? Mature. How is it that? You're here. I don't. Know, I don't know if you know why you're here. The Bible says that you came to the house. He's given you the fivefold: a pastor's, teachers, evangelist, uh, 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 prophets, a uh, teacher for the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, to the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith. You know what that means? That means that He gave your preachers, teachers, evangelists. He gave them the keys to your maturity. Question though why are not the church asking the right questions not all of you how many have been growing come on some of you've been growing mightily. give yourself a hand cap you've been growing mightily but why are so many people stuck because they haven't taught you this they taught you to pay your tithes listen to my message and you go home and you work out my message And when, when it don't work for you, then you come back crying to me, and I'm going to tell you to pay more tithes. Now, I'm not telling you not to pay tithes. That's not what I'm talking about. But you're manipulated. That's why you treat it like a YMCA. You pay a membership. You think it's a membership. You think you're a membership in the, in the church? I don't even know who pays the most. Well, actually, I do. (laughs) Right now, I look in the mirror. (laughs) That's why I'm I'm glad I ain't controlled by your church. I can look in the mirror with a smile. But I'm looking for somebody to provoke a blessing in their life and say, what do you have that God is say- God has been speaking to me about me. God has been showing me how I'm going to deliver my family, how I'm going to deliver my money, how I'm going to deliver my relationships. Wake up church, you're sleeping. Number two, how do I know I've entered the rest? of faith. I've entered. This is proof. This is what? So no, a spiritual man is going to look for this. Number one, he's looking at what? How you accept judicial principles. So if you don't know the principle for the realm that you're talking about, you have faith on, you're not, you're not actually what you're doing, doing what you say you're doing. A spiritual man will always give you a question. And if you don't have the right answer, you don't know it. Because that realm is governed by this, this level of faith. Okay? So it, it doesn't mean that you don't have it. It might be that you haven't been awakened to it. Does that make sense? Okay. But you should not want to be approved until you are awakened to it. Number two, watch this. This is how you know. This is proof. Y'all ready? Number two. The way you speak is acceptable in alignment and balance with God. The way that you are. It's acceptable and in alignment with God. David would say it like this, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my, be what? Be acceptable in your sight. Which means when you're not speaking in acceptable words and you're not convicted of how you're speaking, you're not where you think you are. Anybody that's operating in the grace faith in that room knows we can't, watch this. It's not that we don't want to. It's saying we cannot violate the realm with our words. And when people speak boldly and openly of their doubts and their fears and their phobias and failures, yet they're confessing all of this faith. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, unless you bypass the line, because see, a conviction would have told you don't talk like that. You would have been convicted right in the moment. As soon as you said it, it's not that sometimes you won't trick up and say it. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going through something. And then your mind and say, oh, don't say that. You say, Lord, forgive me, I ain't going to do nothing. How many of y'all ever had that double, you like you had two personalities? That means you're growing. God is checking you in the moment. I am never having nothing. Wait, 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 I can't say that. I'm, I'm, I'm in this room. I got to protect my room. Tell somebody I got to protect and preserve my room. Yeah, I got to protect and preserve my room. We don't speak like that here. We, we don't speak negativity. We, we don't speak like that. The fact that you can talk like that in your house already shows the room that you're in. Proof is your words. What's the proof? The way you speak is acceptable in alignment and balance with God. So you're going to make sure that your doubts, your fears, and your failures are not permissible for this room, okay? You'll feel them, you'll feel it. If you say it wrong, you'll feel it. But when you can bypass it and your default is just saying it, no, that's your default, which means the word is not in your default of thinking yet. You, you always speak your mind. You know people that speak their mind? Uh-oh, look like I'm about to have some enemies in it, just a sec. You know people who always want to speak their mind? You know why they want to speak their mind? And sometimes you let them speak their mind because they don't know what's in their mind. And when they speak their mind, it's, it's like a trash can. It's all the dump stuff. It's a dump. I'm going to just speak my mind. I know what's about to come out your mind. Because you love to speak your... You know why you're saying it, speak your mind like that? Because you're saying it like it's of truth. You're not saying you want to speak God's mind. You want to speak your mind. Question, why do you defend your mind so much? Y'all see how the enemy tricks us? And you, this is how you know you, he tricks you. Because even when somebody's giving the truth, you say you don't care. You don't what? In speaking your mind, you don't care about the truth of God's mind. That's why the Bible says, corner to mind, man, The cornal mind is enmity against God. It's what? It's against God. What is the corner of mine? Number three. Number three. What was the first one? Proof of operating in faith? What's the first one? You'll start accessing the judicial processes, the principles in that room. What's the next one? So if you're really accessing those principles, you'll have a different language. So how you speak. Many of you, you've been growing. I don't know you're growing just because you told me I can tell by what you say. So you think I'm, I'm not looking at everything. I can just tell by what you say. I can tell by how you walk. I can tell how your thinking is. That's a God way of thinking. When I check ministers on high levels, I'm not I'm not checking them for how we think. I'm not even checking for their scriptures. People see, this is the problem. We, we get so used to people knowing strip, who cares. I can go to the street and find a man who knows scripture. I'm not checking for your scripture. I'm not even checking how you can preach. And don't tell me anything. Let's, let's access the mind of Christ. Come on, come down this road with me. You ready? What would you do in this situation? Okay, give me the judicial principles in this room. How would you handle that? Okay, okay. let's say this one is a drug addict. And he denied you five times. What do you do? Well, he, you know, he, you know, just don't want God. All right, see, we're looking at your judicial framework. You're counseling this couple right here, okay? This is the situation. What would you do? You say, what are you checking for? I'm checking for what? how you judge. And how you judge tells me which room you occupy. Okay? So every time your personality jumps in your judgment, Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Every time you what? So every time you make it personal, you didn't realize you became the Peter that Jesus said, "Get them behind me, Satan, for you are an offense to me." Why? Because God, the carnal mind is imity. It's what? It's again. Get- so it sneaks in what we say. It sneaks in what we do. It's like a snake. It's like I didn't even realize I said it like that. Peter didn't realize he said it like that either. So this is why if you're really walking in the word of God and you really came to the understanding, you by default, you're going to look for how God thinks about that thing in that realm. What was number two? The way you speak. Number three, watch this. One, judicial. Two, speak. Three, you will have a standing. Three, you'll have a what? Haven't done all two. You would have stood. So the fact that you didn't stand, you're not in the room that you think you're in. How many of you know I'm addressing against that pride in us? How many of you understand that? God can't help you if you're still prideful about what you think you are versus what he wants you to make you be. And sometimes believe we're so prideful because we think we're believers. Who cares? Do you walk in faith? So God has to use his preachers. Not, I mean, we're not trying to harm you. We're not trying to fuss at you. We're saying, hey, hey, that pride. God is against that pride in you. You, you, you need to ask God, where am I with you? Because if you don't start asking God, you don't know how your life is being altered. And a lot of you all—you already live in an altered pattern because of your forefathers' disobedience. Okay. You already live in a what? Altered pattern because of your forefathers' dis—you say how do you know that? Because look at what's going on with your life. You don't realize you're getting the same results they got. They divorced, you divorce. Guess who's next? Your children? Broken relationships? Broken relationships. Poverty? Poverty. Everything is a replica. It's a replica. How you handle money? How you talk? Your attitude? All of it, replica. And Jesus saying, I need to break it. I need to, because I've already conquered it. I need agreement. I need agreement. I need a, I need agreement. My prayer for you. Having an auto what? Stand. Having another what? So when you really got the knowledge and the word, when you went through the revelation, when you've now gotten the confirmation through the prince precept, you should be standing. You should be overcoming. Because you watch this, you you've broken the common carnality. You should be going the way of escape that he made. But how many of you know that way is, is, is scary? Because you're not used to it. you used to argue, You're not used to saying, I'm not going to argue. You're used to cussing. You ain't used to saying, I ain't going to... You're used to getting your lick back. You ain't used to giving them your face. Uh-oh, it's getting hot in here now. Oh, let me say that one again. That one went a little. You used to what? Slapping back. Jesus said, why don't you just get slapped and go cry about it to me? Now, don't go religious on me. That means I don't protect myself. I ain't saying all of that. I we got to make it far. Don't go far. Just stick with what I'm just saying. You got to learn the sacrificial walk of faith. And if you're not sacrificial, what you are giving is not accepted. We have died to this life, and our real life is hidden in what? Christ Jesus. And you would want to die to this life because anybody who lives up this life, this life is a mess. It's a mess. It's trauma, trouble, abuse, misuse. It's a mess. It's a mess. Wouldn't you want to live in the world of peace? Wouldn't you want to live in the world of hope? Wouldn't you want to live in a world of prosperity? Where everything works for your good. There is a a place of assurance. Saul, blind. I forgot the story, Saul. We done went off. Blinded. He had to come into altercation with every facet towards his sight. You can put on something, I'm done. He had to put, he had to what? He's blind, but he bumps into stuff, but... He's going towards the word. I, I might hit something, but at least I know what I'm going towards the. And what God, did, I can't make this work out for you until you meet the man that's going to open your eyes. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean? Does that mean? Let me let me have y'all understand what that means. I asked you a question I asked you what are you looking for? I don't know if you remember I asked you what are you for? Okay He was looking for something <laughs> How do I get an assurance? How do I get to this love that y'all keep talking about? How do church people always tell about love The love that How do I get there? Number one You gotta realize wherever you're going is not working It's not working it's not working so God has to help you to realize that's why the Bible says how can they hear without out a... and how can he preach if he's not so the preacher provokes your sight which is the revelation of the word when you get the word say ah, I need to try God so now you got a what direction somebody say I got a direction Okay, so the problem is most believers, you come to church, and the reason why you're getting overcome, you don't have a direction. Sin is missing the mark. So many people who are staying stuck, you've already hit your mark. You didn't have one. Okay. You didn't have a mark, which means you already hit it. You hit your mark, which is called failure. Because without faith, failure is known. So the word is supposed to set a revelatory mark. And when you go to the mark, now you, you, you're blind. But now, God starts to walk you to learn his voice. So what am I doing? I'm learning the room. How did that work? Oh, oh that's a check, God? Okay. Right. Somebody give you attitude? Well, uh-uh. Learn the room. Don't say anything. Okay. Watch this. Be peaceable buy them lunch today and When you buy them lunch, I'm gonna burn hot coals on their head and They're gonna tell you sorry watch watch it see no no see this is why you don't understand God because you don't you never used him through situational Situation so so this is the rule watch how I work Be obedient Don't do your thing do my thing and You're gonna see that I work okay, so do it do what I say What is this? Oh, that. What is it? How does this work? How does that work? Do this. They curse you out? Good. They curse you out? Good. They curse you out? You know what? What if I allowed them to curse you out? Oh, they don't like this gospel. What if I allowed them to ostracize you? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What if I'm allowing it? What if I'm going to turn up the heat on it? See sometime I allow it, because I know you, until I take you to where you don't have nothing else to trust in, I know you, you won't turn around. So sometime I have to allow you to go through the go through. I have to allow you not to be liked. I have to allow you to feel like people talking about you. I have to allow you to feel like you have nothing to hang on to. Because what I'm calling you to depends on me being your everything. Y'all got to hear me. What I'm calling you, no, 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 see, every, other, others might, they, they still learn to, hunt. so even though I, I took it away, they, 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 they learn to keep hanging on. They might have 10 more years left, but you, you I, I, I'm not doing that with you. You don't have 10 years. I need you in one. And when I need you like that, I turn up the heat. Y'all got to hear me. I make your ministers a flame of fire. So everything that I do make it, I I turn up that heat. I make it burn and hurt and make them cry until they turn their face and realize that I am the one. He's turning up the heat. He's turning up the heat. No, 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 no. See, you're going to settle in making something nothing. He's turning the heat. And the heat is to burn everything that was not like him. It's to burn what? Everything that's not like him. Stand to your feet if you can.